This is the Your Harrogate Podcast. Now, please welcome your host, Nick Hancock. What is Dominic Cummings' favourite Christmas song? Driving Home for Christmas. Apparently that is the most popular Christmas cracker joke this year. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, welcome. (laughs) Hello. Welcome to the Your Harrogate podcast, sponsored by Hacks. And this is Podcast 40. So we better have a proper celebrity for Podcast 40. We do. We have Simon Cotton from the Fat Badger and the Yorkshire Hotel and the brand new restaurant, the Pickled Sprout. Simon is incoming in just a second. So you can email me, by the way, nick at yourharrogate.co.uk and then we could mention you on tomorrow's podcast. A special hello to Helena Bright, who's having a whale of a Christmas in Dacre Banks. Helena, thank you for your email and thank you to everybody else who's dropped me an email over the past 24 hours. So Crimple Hall have been offering free Sunday lunches for people who deserve a bit of a pick-me-up and you can email me about that if you're after one of those or you know somebody who deserves one of those it's nick at yourharrogate.co.uk you can read all about what graham and the team at crimple are offering at yourharrogate.co.uk and also at yourharrogate.co.uk the nairsborough lions are launching a virtual balloon race which just sounds fab that's all at yourharrogate.co.uk but now on with the pod and today's guest So welcome to Harrogate's newest venue, The Pickled Sprout, and we are here with Simon Cotton and, first of all, the name, The Pickled Sprout. Did you want a reaction with the name? (laughs) Yes, we did, and it's been something that's been on the cards for, um, believe it or not, over two years. But uh, Philip Barker, our owner and founder of the business, uh, it was uh, something he dreamt up. And he was insistent on, and despite us wanting to change the name a number of times, it's actually really grown on us, and we've become really used to it. And I'm quite surprised at how many people are really loving the name. So, uh, yeah, it's here to stay anyway. Well, I suppose, by the way, I should also say, so the pickled sprout is where Scran used to be, within the Yorkshire Hotel, so right in the heart of Harrogate Town Centre. And just just before we leave the name, because it is worth lingering on, (laughs) but I suppose when I can remember when I first came to Harrogate and the Fat Badger opened, and I suppose that name sort of was one that kind of raised a few eyebrows. Exactly that. It ra- I remember it opening and thinking, the fat badger, I- I'm not sure if I like it or I don't like it, but it was certainly quirky enough and it got people talking. And here, almost 10 years down the line, it's got to be one of the most well-known pubs in, in the area. And that's not just in Harrogate, but across Yorkshire, people do know about the fat badger. So our plan is to certainly take the pickle sprout up to that level as well and get it as well-known. Um, and through, obviously... Uh, Uh, its reputation in terms of quality food quality service and a great place to come so um but yeah it's here we are it was scram prior to that it was hg1 for those who don't know where scram was but it's in the Yorkshire Hotel but it has its own entrance it backs onto John Street John Street's traditionally a great food and drink street um with some great businesses and we wanted to 
tie the back of the hotel, so the restaurant and bar area, through right into the front to bring in the balconies where you and I are sat right now. And hence we've created this beautiful garden room that we're sat in right now. It's amazing. It's really, really beautiful. It's sort of like outside, inside almost, but it's certainly got, I'd say it's got a bit of tranquility about it. It is, it's definitely that, and that was part of the, the brief to the designer. We've used um, Jonathan and his team at JMDA Designers, so they were the people that did Grantley Hall, um, so they've got a great track record around this, this neck of the woods. Um, they've done a fantastic job, but part of their briefing was um, to provide something that could complement the budget because we're part of the same business, but we didn't want it obviously the same, we don't want to compete with ourselves, and to come up with something that was really a kind of a feminine version so the people sometimes people look at the badger and understand i understand why they'll look at it and think it's quite a masculine pub it's a lot of dark woods a lot of real ales um the badger logo itself you know is a fat badger with a pint and a and a, a pipe in his hand you know um very masculine and some of the marketing we do um is deliberately aimed at that 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 side of the market so we wanted something to complement it and the pickle sprout um, has, has, I think you know we've achieved that, and you need to come in and see it if you haven't. And you, I think you'll get where we're coming from. There's a lot softer tones, colours, um, some some pinks, and we've got pictures. We've got wallpaper with flamingos on them. We've got the you know the garden room, all the planting, and it's just the softness of the colours and colour scheme. I think uh, delivers that slightly feminine touch that we were looking for. And tell us a bit about the food and I suppose the, 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 there's a lot of creative thought into, into what kind of a meal you'll have with, with you know, um, family or whoever you go for a meal for, isn't there? There's a lot of thought gone into the offering of the pickled sprout. Definitely. Um, so our executive head chef for the company is uh, Richard Ferriby. He's been with us for, again, a lot of years. He's headed up the Badger. Um, so Richard is now here. He's overseen the menu concept, menu design, the putting together the team here, the chefs. We've, we've mixed and matched our chefs across the two businesses at the Fat Badger and the Pickle Sprout now. So um, people are get basically guaranteed that consistency of product that we've been delivering down at the Fat Badger for years. And the menu is, um, it's, it's traditionally British, but uh, with contemporary twists on there. Um, but you can get everything, the real simple things from a burger and a fish and chips, but through to much more, um, not complex dishes, but um, there's, there's, there's a great variety of choice on there. And we are starting to build in a few more vegetarian and certainly a few vegan dishes. We definitely don't want to be known as a vegan restaurant. We're not setting out to try and do that. Um, but we want um, a couple who maybe want to go out for business and one wants to eat really healthily and the other one wants a juicy big fat steak um, you know, or a big juicy burger. We want them both to be able to choose off our menu and do the naughty and nice both at the same time if they want to. So that's really where the pickle sprouts aimed at. And this is such a great idea and I think this is where probably eating out has got to now where people people are really interested in trying vegan food for example but probably people might be a bit turned off by places that are too evangelical about it I, I can't say you know you couldn't have hit the nail on the head better because um, that's something I, I'm a bit of a you know meat and two veg on a plate I like I, I like meat on the plate or certainly I love fish as well so if somebody said to me let's go to a vegan restaurant 
only, I'd probably like, oh, I might be busy that night. Whereas this does offer that choice, <laughs> yeah, where you can have the, you know, and you can come and be good some nights. You know, we've got these super healthy superfoods on the menu as well. But as I've said before, Nick, it's, you know, there's also those um, red meats and, you know, high calorific things as well, if you want. So it's a real mix and match. And then also we've, um, to go kick, to stick with that healthy theme, we, we've opened the juice bar here. So Pure Soul is uh, within the bar area and that'll be open from 7.30 every morning, trying to capture certainly that morning tray, people on the way to work wanting a fresh juice or a smoothie all made here on site um, and super healthy for you and that's going to be open um, every day 7.30 through to 4 in the afternoon. When you make these plans are you thinking of people who live in Harrogate first or guests of the Yorkshire Hotel first or, or a mix of everybody? It is a mix of everybody but we certainly want to provide something for the local community first so again I suppose it's the um, if we, if we liken it to the Fat Badger, the Fat Badger we'd like to think is very much a community pub. It's very much a, you walk into the door, you go to the Fat Badger, you don't go to the White Hart Hotel. Um, but ultimately they are in, they're, they're one in the same building. Um, but the hotel is at one end, it has its own separate entrance for guests to the hotel. The Fat Badger at the other end with its own separate entrance just if you're going into the pub. And that's really what we're trying to create and we will be creating here at the Yorkshire Hotel. So we've got the hotel for um, people visiting Harrogate and staying here as, as guests of the hotel. But the Pickle Sprout will be very much a restaurant and a bar in its own right where we, we expect and hope that people of Harrogate will um, come and visit it and love it as much as we do and uh, make it one of their regulars and a favourite on their nights out. And what do you think, what are the ingredients beyond the food, what are the ingredients do you think that make a place successful? Because it's, it's a tough market, isn't it, opening a restaurant? It is, and, you know, Harrogate, without question, everything everybody ex understands that there is a lot of venues. Um, there's a lot open and, and, you know, sadly many close each year in Harrogate, but um, we, we've got our fair share of restaurants, pubs, bars, cafes, um, so it is a tough market, but in, in our eyes, I mean, as well as obviously getting the, the mood, the atmosphere, the look, the feel, and I think we've done that using JMDA to sort of transform the ground floor here. Um, up, over and above that, the food we've talked about, I think your food offering and to complement it, the drink offering, the wine list, the cocktails, the, the variety of spirits and drinks you put behind a bar, we think very, very carefully about that. That's something we hold up with. We're very much a food and drink-led business, not just hotels. Um, but I suppose the magic ingredient that brings it all together is people. Hospitality is all about people and getting the right welcome, the right service, um, feeling relaxed, knowing that you're welcomed. And we do employ some very quirky characters in our business. And we really look for that. We look for people who are individuals, who are... Um, prepared to show their personality uh, and and we let them do that so we're not a corporate business that tells everybody this is the way it has to be we don't look for regimented um, even in our uniforms we let people have that little bit of freedom in terms of how they present themselves but it's it is to express personality and hospitality is nothing without personality 
That's very good. And I think the I think the personality, there's a bit there where there's a gap, isn't there, in Harrogate, which I think you've completely exploited, really. And as a business, you always seem to have something going on. Where we're sat now, we're sat with all the Christmas lights in front of the Yorkshire Hotel, where it was unveiled as an advent calendar about a week ago. And everybody has been talking about it. I mean, you must be delighted by some of the responses some of these things are getting because for a town centre location, great, great, great um, prominent location, but to have it feels like everybody talking about you, a bit like the beach at the Fat Badger in the summer. They're great moments, aren't they, for a business when people are talking about you? Yeah, I mean, that's what we obviously want to be talked about because it, it's, that's our marketing, that's how we get to people. It's, you know, there's no better advert than somebody else, you know, telling their friends, their family. On, on your behalf, you know, we can put as many adverts out as we like, but if the public do it for us, um, that's fantastic. So, yeah, but I, th I guess it's uh, even myself, you know, as, as MD of the company and all the team, we are all allowed to express ourselves a little bit. So, you know, I had the idea of the beach going back, you know, to June. We were looking at reopening. How could we reopen with a bit of a bang, a bit of a difference, a bit of fun? And that word always comes into our, our business, fun. How do we make it fun? Um, both for ourselves, but, uh, but, you know, importantly for our customers. Um, and I remember saying to Philip, like, I've got this great idea, let's have a beach. And he said, no, 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 that's just, that's crazy. And I was like, no, no, trust me, it'll, it'll work. And, it, and he took a bit of persuading over a few days. And then he sat down one day, he said, it really means a lot to you to have this beach, doesn't it? And I said, yeah, it does. And I think, you know, let, let me have a chance of proving it's going to work. And he said, yeah, of course, go for it. And that's what's great working in this business. I, I do the same to some of the team. You know, it's that we'll give people a chance. And do you know what, if we get it wrong, we don't lose any sleep over it, we'll just change it quickly. You know, we've done the igloos, we didn't know whether to do two igloos, two at each site, you know, and, and chop and change. And, we, we, you know, we've opened up, no sooner do we open two or started advertising two, the next thing we had six before we even opened the doors um, the other day. So, uh, you know, and they've been working phenomenally well. But had we got it wrong, we'd have just changed it and we wouldn't have lost any sleep over it. And I think that's the difference between being an independent um, and being able to change and make, make decisions, but also change those decisions very quickly. Um, that's the difference to, between uh, an independent and a, and a corporate and a national or an international chain where everything's very much dictated to you. And to change anything takes about 54 signatures and four months worth of going up the chain and back down again when it's always too late anyway. Yeah, and, and you often learn more in terms of your sort of your experience on the things that do go wrong, to be honest, don't you? Yeah, you do. I, completely and utterly. We all, we all learn through life um, by mistakes. That's the best learning curve in the world. So, yeah, totally, I totally agree on that one in the sense that, uh, you know, you, you have to sort of trip up every now and again to know what, what's going to work and what's not. It's interesting thinking back to the beach in the summertime and, and all this work you've had going on here with the pickled sprout. And, and you forget that this is, this is um, being fun in a backdrop of, of the businesses being closed or heavily restricted and everything and, and staying positive and upbeat and finding creative ways to deal with restrictions and things. That says a lot about the personality of the business as well, I would say. Yeah, I think, I hope it does. Um, I suppose, 
It's been a tough old year for everybody. I haven't met anybody out there who's said it's been a breeze 2020. I've loved it, you know. There isn't a, there just, I'm sure there may be one person out there, but I haven't met them yet. I found it tough. We've all found it tough. And I think, you know, mental health issues, people have been climbing the walls. So to get around that, to have a bit of fun, to use your creativity, it certainly... Um, gives you an escapism. I think we all dream stuff, you know, uh, and it is, that's dreaming up crazy ideas and sometimes turning them into reality, so, like the beach and sort of saying, let's have Badger Beach, let's put seven tonnes of sand out on the car park and, and create a 30-foot backdrop of a beach. Um, some people will just say, oh, that's just stupid, but it went down so well. And importantly, it put smiles on faces uh, and the advent calendar is exactly the same thing. It's, it's not driving any revenue, that, but it's got hundreds, if not thousands, of people walking past the door. Certainly on social media, it's gone mad. It's, you know, um, it's certainly gone up and down the country and had, you know, it's been on the TV. Um, lots of people talking about it. And, yeah, it, it, if it puts a smile on somebody's face, then we've achieved something. And the pound, you know, the money in the till will come another day through that. We know that. It's not about... If I do this today, if I spend that, how much return on investment am I going to get tomorrow morning? Um, our business, we can afford to, again, being independent, um, take a few risks and say, well, we'll do that. And, and the, the, money, the monetary side of it will come another day in another way. And that's fine. It's, it's been, it has been, as you say, nobody's best year. No. <laughs> and, and, and on a serious note, it's been exceedingly challenging, hasn't it? And, and challenging because hospitality's probably had one of the roughest times, really. It, it has. That's no, no question, no secret. I think every time you turn the TV on, the radio, open a newspaper, you know, it's everywhere. Hospitality, hospitality, hospitality. Um, it's taken a real kicking. Um, but so has the arts, you know, friends like Sharon and, you know, David at the... Fest uh, sorry, Sharon at the festivals and David at the theatre. Um, you know, they've had just as rough a time, you know, and... Um, that thing of we're all in this together, I suppose, has never been so true. The high street retail, I mean, they've been having their problems, I suppose, for a number of years with the, with the explosion of the internet and shopping online and how do you change what your offering is to get people to come out and shop. And on top of those problems they've been having, say, in the run for a number of years, here we are in 2020, giving them a real kicking. Yeah. So, you know, I feel we're, we're certainly not on our own in hospitality. Yes, um, we've had our... Are very much our fair share of issues with COVID and, and the, the problems 2020's delivered. Um, but I think if you sit and stare into your empty bucket and say, oh, woe is me, um, it's not going to solve any problems. Um, so my attitude has always been the glass half full rather than half empty. And even in life when people have said, well, we just sometimes you have an empty glass, don't you? And I say, yes. Somebody said to me not so long ago, I said, yes, but the point is you've still got a glass. So you can go back up to the bar and fill it up again, even if it's empty. You know, there's people out there without even a glass in their hand. So that's my attitude is, you know, it, you have to look at the positive on every aspect of everything um, and, there's and always you an were, opportunity when you were out there in sort of april may time delivering takeaways and you know 
playing music to people on their birthdays on a ghetto blaster and all those kind of things. Is there something, is there something that you've learned about yourself in all of that? Because obviously it takes a bit of resilience when, when other people would just kind of, you know, hide themselves away at that point, really, or think, well, look, this is out of my control. It's a global pandemic. Do you learn something about yourself in all of that? Yes, I can't sing. <laughs> so, I won't be putting my application in for X Factor next year. No, so, no I, I suppose uh, I've always been like that. I've worked through some pretty deep recessions in the past. Um, you know, I, I worked. I, was, I worked here in Harrogate um, in, in the year 2000 when Foot and Mouth was came about and. The hospitality industry took a real kick in that year in terms of cancellations of bookings and people not travelling to our region, um, international bookings not coming into the UK because the U- you know that was just a UK issue, but it had a massive impact on um, you know international travel. Um, but you know without boring people now it is a big story. But I, I went and found another contract. I looked at how do we change our business. And we actually picked up a contract that was worth a million pound in, in, in the hotel, you know, and had the best year ever. Um, and that's the way I've always looked at things and said, well, there is always a way. You've just got to find, find that solution. And if you kind of say, look into your empty pot and think, ah, woe is me, um, it's not going to do any favour. It's not going to get you any further. So you've got to get out there. Um, and if the, the very least you do is have a laugh and put a smile on somebody's face and you don't actually make any money, at least it's been fun doing it. <laughs> so, so, yeah, and that, that's where, uh, I don't know, maybe have I learned things? Yes, I learned stuff week in, week out. I think, you know, every day is a school day, as they say, and all that, you know, you learn something new every day. So, yes, I've learned things. Um, uh, social media, I used to be a... Um, a bit of a killjoy on it and I sort of used Twitter here and there um, but this year I've used it more than ever and it's given me something back as well um, it's helped our business um, I've had a laugh and a joke through it um, I hope others have in some of the stuff I've posted on there <laughs> so, no but, <laughs> sorry no but, uh, but you enjoyed it yes I enjoyed it well exactly that's it I enjoyed it you can always unfollow <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's it's uh, so, so that yes, I've learned how to use and harness the power of social media probably more so this year than I've ever ever done. I, I honestly think it's really interesting. I think it's really interesting the the amount of challenge business wise, the amount of challenge looking after staff. I think the amount of things that you've had going on. I think it is really interesting, and you'll probably get to like the rest of us. You'll probably get to New Year's Eve having a glass of champagne at, you know, 11.59. Yes. I think, what the hell was that all about? But, I mean, more will have happened to you and the business in sort of 12 months than would happen in 12 years. You know, it's crazy, isn't it? It is. And, you know, when we look back on things, uh, I don't like to use too many cliches, but what do they say? You have to experience the lows to appreciate the highs. And there's certainly been enough lows in 2020 for people um but i think it does you know just talking to some friends uh, the other day i bumped into in the street and we were chatting i hadn't seen them for a while this year because we haven't seen people as much and they were just saying exactly that thing that you hear that how much family and friends have you uh, you've become to appreciate more so 
um, than just taking for granted every single day um, that people are always going to be there and they'll be there at a drop of a hat. And, you know, so I think it, that gives us, you know, what the things that go wrong and the downsides to 2020, I think, turn everything on its head. It'll also, there is highs from it and there will be some good things to remember from it eventually, for sure. It would just, if I could just change one thing about 2020, and I know I speak on behalf of many people in Harrogate, it just would have been nice if you'd been on the television news more. <laughs> now, why, why are you always well, on the television? So, what, seven Is nobody week. else available? I like to give people the weekend off, because uh, I, did, I did have somebody on Twitter put the other day, don't encourage him, I was hoping to get through the weekend without him popping up. So... <laughs> <laughs> is is nobody else available? Well, no, I think they they are, but people say no, and people ask me this: why why are you always on? And almost sort of somebody asks, what makes me qualified to represent hospitality? Which are I don't you want a retainer. I, no, <laughs> but it's not. It's I just say yes. The media, it, it it's a you know news. There's no there's no secret to it. News, the, the clues in the title, it's new, and somebody wants that information uh, immediately. And the media works like that. A phone rings. Can you be available for an interview in ten minutes' time? How many news programs were you on last week? I uh, was on uh, four channels last four. week. <laughs> what were the four then? So, so you were on, on National News, weren't you, last week? So I was on, uh, we were on BBC One, not me personally, but our business was on, in one of our York businesses I got on, it was on BBC One, National Lunchtime News. Um, we were on ITN, Just Images. Uh, we were on... Oh, just I, Images. Just Images oh, on that one. That but I did interviews on ITV Calendar, ITV Tyne Tees, uh, <laughs> BBC Look North... Um, and and another one. I can't even remember how bad's that. I mean, you are more than Claudie Winkleman. <laughs> <laughs> but she has better hair than I. So, so I, I know how this works in a newsroom. So the journalists have their black book, the little black book, and under under H for hospitality, and Harrogate and hotels. Simon Simon Cotton is is the name they have, and you're you're obviously well. One, you must be what you say must be good because because they keep coming back. But two, you must always say yes. Well, that's the answer. It's, uh, the, the phone, and I make myself available. And uh, as I say, if anybody else is listening that wants to sort of harness the power of media opportunities, and but you know Me. that <laughs> yes, but really, Nick, you know through the power of radio, you know, and when you've spoken you and i have spoken over the years and the 10 years we've known each other you might ring and say could you just come on at lunchtime and just give us a quote about such and such that's well, just i happened. knew you before you were on television every day so <laughs> this is it <laughs> yes no but, but i do know i mean i do know that that it's but, but it is it, i mean it does seem like in a good way it does seem like you're always on tv well <laughs> hey it, it's it, if they ring and i People say, why do, they, why do they ask you? And I said, because I do say yes. And um, whether I say the right thing or the wrong thing, it's the fact that I'll say something and I'm always happy. If somebody asks me a question, I'm always happy to at least give them an answer. Whether it's right, whether it's wrong, it's my opinion. And if somebody's going to ask me for it, I'll give it. Um, and has it been really important? On a serious note again, is it important that you get across some of, this, some of the stuff we've talked about here, about how tough it's been, about how there's probably you know, a lot wrong with the tier system and whatever's going on and all that. Is it quite important to you genuinely to get that across? Hugely. Um, and that's where, you know, when I am, whether it's somebody putting a microphone in your face or, or, or pointing the camera at you, um, 
I do see it that I'm getting a chance not only to promote our businesses, of course, which is it's great, um, but I am getting a chance to speak on behalf of the industry and at least, again, get my opinion. And it is an opinion formed through talking to my colleagues in the town, talking to very long-standing restaurateurs like David Straker at William Vicks, who's a good friend and, you know, I've known him for years. And as I listen to what David says, to people like Bachman, who owns the Orchid, again, another you know, really long-standing, great business in Harrogate. And when you talk to people and hoteliers like David Ritson, et cetera, and Peter Banks at Rudding, you've, you know, you, your opinions are formed through talking to lots of people and how their businesses are working. So, you know, I suppose when people say, what qualifies you, it, it isn't just the Simon Cotton opinion. It is formed through talking to lots of people. Um, but I do think, yeah, I suppose going back to the question, it is, is a great opportunity and it's important to share our views, to get information out there and champion hospitality and, you know, get a message to the government. If we just all sat back, we'd have probably been shut all year. But it's important that we, you know, people in the industry have stood in front of cameras, have stood in front of microphones and made sure the government has listened to important things about why we should be allowed to open and open safely. Great stuff. Well, it's been really good to chat. Your phone's been on airplane mode for about 20 minutes now, so probably it's missed a call. Up quite a lot, hasn't it? Probably <laughs> missed a call from Jon Snow. But but it's been really great to talk to you, and I know and I know that you have Harrogate at, at heart because you, you love living here and you have a great respect for beyond your business head for for living here as 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 what a great place it is yeah and and that goes for philip barker i work for as well so we both live here in the town our children have been educated here in the town you know we care about what happens in harrogate and that's another reason why we probably do a little bit more than the next place, the next hotel or restaurant or bar, because certainly, you know, we, we're independent and we want to see Harrogate thrive for the long term. And so any profits made are ploughed back into the town um, because we see ourselves here very much for the long term, not the short term. Great stuff. Thank you so much for your time and we'll see you soon. Thank you to Simon Cotton from the Yorkshire Hotel and the Fat Badger and the Pickled Sprout for all of his time and all of his support as well over the past 12 months. Great ambassador for Harrogate. And thank you to our sponsors, Hacks, for today's podcast. There's going to be another one tomorrow with another top local guest. And in the meantime, thank you for listening and have a lovely, lovely day.